I was trying to give you something with the Cody Rhodes decision. God damn it. I'm going <laughs> oop there. Fuck. I thought I had one and I lost it. Uh, Much like Cody Rhodes lost that taste out of his fucking mouth. Anyway, welcome back to the Cheap Pop Wrestling Podcast. Uh, we have a full house today because Ken decided to grace us with his fucking presence for once. Uh, and the other usual three retards are here. So let's get started. A nice pile of high, high noons behind you, John. You're welcome. Uh, Ken's going to start us off with what happened on Raw this week. Well, we're not going to go in order, any specific order. So if you guys were looking for that in the wrong podcast. Um, so Raw was interesting. Uh, we had Cody and Seth getting in the ring, talking to each other. Um, going back and forth, Cody still didn't make his decision as of yet. Uh, Drew came out doing Drew things. Love that. Told him he pretty much set everything up for them, and they fucked it up. Um, and then, you know, displayed one of the best shirts I think we're going to see in 2024. I think we're all going to get one. I have um, already ordered it. See, yeah. Um, but pretty much just this was we're still trying to make the World Heavyweight title relevant. Um, I think they're kind of struggling with it right now. Um, you know, the back and forth between Drew and... Seth was hilarious. Seth told him not to be a prick after Seth told uh, Cody, you know, don't disappoint his father. Um, so thought it was a pretty good exchange, even though Cody really didn't say anything. Seth ultimately hit Seth with the Glasgow kiss, and that prompted Cody to hit Drew a few times, throw him out of the ring. And that was the start of the show. Any thoughts or opinions? No, it was a pretty good, pretty good start to the show. That's all I got for that. Uh, had a pretty good, had a pretty good pop to me. Real cheap pop, no pop, no pop. Uh, Dakota, do you got any thoughts or opinions? I'm not allowed to have those. If you ask my significant other, well, buddy, listen. Okay, this is an open space. Okay, we 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 value your thoughts and opinions here, so you're more than welcome to throw out a few. This is a safe space. I do not have any thoughts or opinions that were not predetermined or given to me by the love of my life, who is the greatest thing to ever happen to me. Without the arrest. <laughs> he did not blink. <laughs> he did not stutter. That was awesome. All right, like I said, no particular order here. Um, mm. I'm, I'm going to save that one for last because that pissed me off. Um we did have DIY defeat Imperium, the New Day, and the Creed Brothers. Um, I mean, not 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 a bad, not a bad match. Um, it was fun when, for what it was. Yeah, winners were taking on Pete Dude and Tyler Bray for the number one contenders on SmackDown. Um, for what it was, for what it could have been, I mean, I definitely don't think it was bad by any stretch of imagination. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna give one thought. And I'm open for the ass. I I think it's time to break up the new day. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And say so Biggie was the whole charisma of that team. The entirety of it. And now that he's gone, this new day just hasn't felt the same. Like I know it still gets a pop when they come out, but and it's not to say the other two are bad. It's just not what it used to be. Who was it? Yeah. Xavier Trash. Whoever it is. 
I hate saying Woods is trash because I, I know what he can do as a single star, but yeah, they're both gonna be better at single at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, Xavier Woods has, has been on the ass end of this whole New Day deal since it started. Um, they didn't really let good. him wrestle for like what the first three years of it. Yeah, he was really good on TNA. I don't know why they never gave him a shot, but it, I mean, it is what it is. He's the, he's the third guy. He's the odd man out. I, I don't know. I don't know. He has his own charisma too. If you've never watched Up Up Down Down and all the other shows, they make him do or let him do whatever you call it. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Um. Moving on, we did have the Miz defeat J.D. McDonough via pinfall um, with the pass. Okay. Uh, yeah. We did have Nia Jax attack Rhea Ripley. Um, pass. No, 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 we're staying right here. We're staying right here. I know you hate right. it, but we're going we're gonna to go through the segment. Uh, I really did. Um, Rhea came down to the ring, was fucking fired up, and I think we were all there for that. Um Called Nia Jax and Adam Pierce came down. Nia Jax, you know, her did the, oh, there's people holding them back, and then they just end up fighting. Nia Jax did get the upper hand, as always. Um, and then this is well, a when you have the gravitational pull of a black fucking hole. Black hole, son. Um, anyways, uh, Adam Pierce did confirm that Ray Ripley versus Nia Jax will happen at the Elimination Chamber. This is why I didn't um, want you to skip it. So, I'm I'm just gonna be honest with you guys. I I'm not looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to it for this reason. I'm gonna, I'm interrupting. I'm sorry. It's it's the, uh, it's the unstoppable force versus the unmovable object. You are going to get Dakota a fucking stroke. Thank God this is at 5 a.m. So I can just fast forward through it when I watch the replay of it. Because I'm, I'm not going to be up to watch it. I ain't going to lie to nobody. unstoppable force in the unmovable object that's going to be a better version <laughs> of Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant. Oh my God. <laughs> Two for one special got you and Ken in the same <laughs> joke. John, you yeah. have to mute yourself for the rest of the podcast. This is my so show. You said it yourself. You shouldn't be allowed on the podcast like you're Hulk Hogan. I think we've already alluded to who's going to win on this one because I think we're already getting the Becky versus Rhea set up for Mania. Um, or they find a way to fuck us since they can't do Rock and Roman it. Maybe anymore. Not yet. We don't know the full thing yet. Could end up being a triple threat. We'll get there. We'll get there. This big bitch is going to hit the ground one time in Australia, and it's going to shatter it, too. Going to kill all the fucking kangaroos. <laughs> and the koalas. Well, the koalas carry syphilis, so... And the Irwins. More, most importantly, the Irwins. You should put some respect on that family's name. If anything befalls that family, I will personally slaughter this bitch and feed her to a starving African village. Feed her to a queen. I treat her like a queen. Shut the fuck up, bro. You don't get opinions on this one. Whoa. If anything <laughs> befalls the Irwins. <laughs> I'm going to move on here before Dakota fucking 
He was on a rampage. Before Dakota goes full Jim Crow. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That wasn't racist. That protected the Urbans. We, we, we do anything for that family. His tism was tickling a little bit. So, um, yeah. Stingray, punch one in the face for Steve. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we did have Becky Lynch defeat Shannon Baszler um, after a manhandle slam. Um, I forgot this match happened. Can we fucking just go ahead and move the fuck on from Shannon Baszler? She is not serving any purpose. They tried to push her after beating Ronda, but when you beat another dead duck, it, it you're not going to get any better. Um, the baddest woman on the planet title didn't really suit her very well. Um, well, when you cut a promo you're... like you're trying to chew on a brick, it's kind of hard. <laughs> Can't you say you're beating off dead ducks? I am. Wait, what? No, I'm just kidding. For real quiet, maybe. I don't know. Sick though. Um, I'm sure sick. Thoughts, opinions? Is Mo, is Mo even on this galaxy? Oh, my God. No, skip. Mo's fighting all the demons over there right now. Um, Mo got the hat man sniffing his shoulder right now. It's. Okay. I was used to beat my ass, but skip. I. I don't care. I don't care about this. this yeah, match. most most match, of all was pretty skippable. It's... All right. Sticking with that topic, um, we did have the Kabuki Warriors defeat uh, Katana and Caden. I'm I'm fucking. I know where this is going, and I think I'll be excited once we get there. But this ride right now is just very fucking slow, and I'm not a fan of it. The Kabuki Warriors are so damn boring to watch. You don't like the Bukaki whores? You were going to say it. I almost said it earlier, but I'm going to wait for Dakota to pop it out because that's his favorite thing. Wait, what? <sighs> Anyways, um, can we potentially possibly agree that we are heading towards the Kabuki Warriors versus Naomi and Sasha Banks for the titles? we got to see Sasha in a WWE ring first because I'll they're heading towards her going to AEW. He's a AEW's throwing hella signs about it right now. Yeah, I just we'll talk about that towards the end. And right. AEW is thirty seconds of fame. Let's okay. side, hold on, hold on. Sidebar: If she goes to AEW, she's just doing it for the money. Oh, one hundred percent. It's Tony Khan just paid her her fucking ransom she wanted. But I can see her coming to AEW just to be back with Bailey and Naomi. But I get what you're saying. Like I said, we can discuss that more uh, post post review. Um, so moving on to the next section here, we did have uh, Gunther's 600 days celebration as the Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion, um, which was interrupted by Jay Uso. Is this me, Uso? <laughs> I'll get into one thing. Um, but uh, call this one a while ago. I think Jay's going to be the one to dethrone him. It just makes the most sense. Uh, you're going to need somebody with pretty serious star power to do uh, so. Just to interrupt you here, there's one guy who called that on this podcast in a group chat. 
and it's and it's got picking his nose currently. It is Mo. It was me, Austin. Mo I called this. <laughs> Y'all told me I was fucking crazy. Well, when you show up to a podcast, you're allowed to have opinions. <laughs> God damn. Disrespectfully, of course. Go ahead, Ken. I'm sorry for the <laughs> for the rude, rude interruption. I'm sorry. I'm just salty about a video game we got to play later. It's no great. Uh, oh, is that really all that happened? I mean, you want to talk about uh, Evar and fucking Valhalla versus Tazawa and Maxine? I'd no. rather do anything else. <laughs> That's right, yeah. I'll give it a C plus. You know, much like her titties, I'm gonna give them a D. Who? Uh, the only ones titties I'm allowed to talk about in a public forum. Oh my goodness! Don't worry, we'll put the pieces there, John. Just drink another high dude until it makes sense. Can I give it an I? I'm out. I'm incomplete. <laughs> this shit felt like it just raw. I give it an like... for this was fucking trash. <laughs> Ken, what's your show grade? Oh, I'm not allowed to touch an opinion, so I'm just going to. Uh, you, you can ask. have an opinion. I, I'll give you the <laughs> no. right to an opinion. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I've, I've been spoken against. I got to go three podcasts in a row, I guess. Oh, well, you were here for the last one for thirty seconds. About all I can give you, buddy. About all I can. You came give. in. You came in like Kanye West said. Sure, came in like Kanye West. But Beyonce had the greatest intro of all time. Uh, I give it a a, a, a C, um, and I I don't I don't want to speak on it anymore. I'm rather appalled. About how you feel? Everything uh, played out. Um, I think. And we can talk more about this after SmackDown, but I think there was a mistake made that WWE is having to backtrack on now and call audibles, and you can tell. Which one? I don't think they expected the pushback for The Rock versus Roman for Mania. Um, I think that. Hold off on that one because we're about to get to the press conference. Oh, yeah, that did happen. And we'll get to press conference and we'll give. We'll hold on to that thought and I'll I'll come back to you. Uh, so the press conference kicked off with um, Triple H saying this is going to be something you've never seen before. Obviously, just hyping up WrestleMania. Uh, the next thing he went over was, uh, or the next thing that happened was Bianca coming out, cutting a little bit of a promo, saying she's going to be coming for um, uh, Rhea's uh, championship and how she's going to win her match to get into or get into the Elimination Chamber and win it. She said, Rhea Ripley, I'm coming for you. Basically. I'll, uh, you know, Harlem Heat, Booker T versus Hulk Hogan. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Any thoughts on that one? I know what happened, but we know that's not what we're here to talk about. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, there's a couple things that happened before then. Here's the thing I hate the most. 
We've got Bianca saying she's coming after Rhea for her title. We've got Nia Jax coming after Rhea for her title. We got Becky coming after Rhea for her title. Too many fucking storylines with this shit. Like, and it's starting to play out with the other fucking championship belts too. Almost foreshadowing. No one's gonna lose until they get to a certain person. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's instead of saying I'm coming after Ray Ripley, I'm just gonna come after whoever the winner of such and such, you know, whatever, whatever. But like it's hard to fucking stay focused on this shit. Mm-hmm. Even with that's, ADHD. That's fair. Um speaking of Ray and Becky, we had a face to face uh meetup whenever Rhea came out looking like uh, female Undertaker. Uh, they had a little back and forth. I'm guessing that's going to be the match because they wouldn't have this whole press conference just for that. Or Becky told mommies have to be used to being a bottom. Great line. Absolutely elite Didn't you see Becky almost crack up after saying it? Yeah, she cracked up and then like threw on that dead serious face right after. Yeah, she she broke herself with saying she's not used to be. Yeah. Uh, Mo has disappeared, but it's all right. Oh, he's back. Mo's back. Uh, next is the whole thing we're wanting to talk about here. Uh, so <laughs> I'm sorry if I had a video. Everybody's kind of swaying, but uh, the sway has returned. <laughs> So, um, Triple H comes out again, I think. Is that what happened? No, I think it was Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns comes out and... Triple H never left. Basically says that uh, he's choosing his opponent for WrestleMania. And he chose The Rock. And then The Rock comes out. I completely skipped over Seth. I'm Oop. sorry. Seth's promo at the start was basically just show, throwing shade back at Roman. Yeah. Uh, the Rock comes out, and they showed the whole bloodline got tree. Got booed out of the building. He got absolutely booed. You had Rocky Sucks chants going on. Part of me noticed that The Rock's facial expression was, he was a little hurt. A little hurt. It's all the Cody crybabies. Like, that's the best you got, old man? Make a movie not wearing a jungle safari outfit. I'll wait. That's fair. Even even the Fast and Furious movies. I'm going to say Batista's got better acting chops. Yep. And it's a no lies detective. Every movie Batista <laughs> been in. W-Tape, Mo. <laughs> but anyways, um, Came out, they showed the whole bloodline tree. A whole lot of screenshots come out of this. They showed Jacob Fatu, who is uh, currently in MLW. He's no longer with them. Uh-oh. He is in uh, Booker T's uh, company. Fuck. Which means uh, you're going to be showing up eventually. Yeah. They also showed Naomi Fatu. Yeah, they showed Naomi. They also showed uh, one of the forbidden people, Jimmy Snuka. Mm-hmm. They showed Tamina. They showed Naya way off to the side for no fucking reason. Yeah, it was kind of like that's the reason why the whole graph like shifted a little bit. 
and then you saw people complaining on Twitter. Why are they? Why does the Rock have his name as High Chief? I think it's Salui or something. And Roman Reigns is just Roman Reigns. Well, because that's technically one of Rock's legal names. Back in, I think it was 2004, the former king of Hawaii bestowed him the High Chief title, and that's one of his official names. But soon after that, you got Cody coming out saying this is bullshit. With no music, just talking. And it took everyone a second. It was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Roman insulted Dusty. Cody threw an insult back saying, if you're... If your grandfather was here pointing at Roman, and then he said, if your grandfather was here pointing at The Rock, uh, they would be ashamed. It'd be ashamed. And then the line about, well, who's it matter? Right. Sits you know, Roman just table and nobody. We got people talking at the same time. What happened? Go ahead, Ken. No, I just said that right after Roman told that, or Cody that Dusty was irrelevant. Yeah. And then you had. Cody's best line was, who's it matter who sits at the head of this table when nobody's, neither of you's been doing the cooking for the past two years? That might Love be, it. that might be the line of the entire press conference outside of Becky's, uh, Becky's line. But you know, Becky's line just made me start daydreaming. I ain't gonna lie to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> but then Becky, or not Becky, Jesus Christ, uh, Cody pointed at Roman and said, I choose you like he was a damn Pokemon. That part happened. Yeah, pretty good part. And get it, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I was doing uh, doing my little Tiger Woods like, you know. Arm shake. Me when I four putt for bogey. I was pretty hyped about it because I thought he was going to turn over to Seth and be like, I'm going after your title. Uh, then a whole lot of... I'm going after them both. It's a triple threat. Yeah. Uh, then a whole lot of words and stuff were exchanged. Not, nothing really to write home about. Uh, but then when they started cussing each other out, Seth put on a damn show. I hope y'all can go back and Oh, my God. Uh, even during like the whole the whole graph of the family tree, you can just see Seth just like leaning over, like no one gives a shit. <laughs> Seth and Paul Heyman's uh, facial expressions were not recognized enough. Whatever they're paying them needs to be more. Yeah, but uh, after whenever they all started uh, yelling at each other, Seth just went at the Rock, which made this even funnier than what it was. Uh, just started cussing at him. A lot of the stuff was bleeped out, but the the last end of that press conference was just silent. Yeah. Uh, whenever they all got backstage, it, it cut to uh, after everybody had their little commentary on it. CM Punk was like, "I'd punch the Rock in the mouth," and which is hilarious, doing or with what he dealt with ten years ago, but. You know, if I had a nickel for every time The Rock came back 10 years later and stole a main event spot, I'd have two nickels. Which isn't a lot, but it's fucking weird it's happened twice. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, CM Punk said he punched somebody in the face to set stuff right, just icing on the cake. <laughs> uh, shout out the jungle fucker. But, uh, the twink. Yeah. You think uh, just because you're on the board, you get to make these decisions? 
Yeah, absolutely <laughs> elite, <laughs> elite line. CM Punk going in on The Rock was just—you you could tell he got a lot off his chest. If I know CM Punk's injured, but if we could just throw him on commentary with like Cole and McAfee on Raw for a little bit, oh my god, It'd be hilarious. Uh, then um, it cutting backstage to Triple H, and then uh, The Rock saying "fix it," and then saying he's gonna knock uh, was it, was it Cody's teeth down his throat. Yeah, we knock his fucking teeth out of his mouth. Don't talk about our fucking family after he just insulted Dusty, which is hilarious. Fix it, or we will. So he can't do that because Drew already kicked them shits out. Ha! <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll give... You know what? Fuck it. We'll throw in an extra review in. What was your all's thoughts on the press conference? Mo? A plus. All right. I was going to say we'll start with Mo, but Dakota, if you want to cut in, A plus. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a solid A. Yeah. Ken? I'm gonna go a a yeah a um I think it got a little awkward when Rock came out and I think that's when the audible had to be called um but solid day I mean they rebounded they finished beautifully um but I think you sent a picture to the fucking group chat earlier and it was like the most accurate shit I've seen it's like. Roman, when the rocks around, has a picture of like Solo just standing there with his arms crossed. <laughs> I was like, it just—that's what it felt like to me. It's like Roman just now became like a side character in this now, and it's—it's it's weird, but I give it an A for sure. Yeah, uh, Roman <laughs> is no longer the big dog. Plus, the rock oh, looks like. What'd you say? No, go ahead. The Rock looks looks so much bigger than everybody else. It kind of looks like he's an enforcer more than Sokoa. The Rock on them trim bologna sandwiches, sir. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's eating three or four a day. That that, that dude is uh the dude is exempt from the drug policy, uh-huh. and it's pretty obvious. Thanks. Yeah. The but, drug uh, policy is disbanded now. He's on the board. <laughs> but Dominic got to start looking from... at Prince Masters. Wasn't there an announcement from Michael Cole about the, uh, was it Twitter or X speed or whatever? Like the five-minute matches? Yeah. Uh, so Twitter is getting its own little little thing for WWE. They're going to get uh, up to five-minute matches, and it's going to be called speed. Kind of like the old velocity and the old heat from, uh, what, early 2000s? I think that's when they stopped it. Mm-hmm. But it'll yeah. be completely this time instead of having to catch it on whatever it used to be on. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that probably means the end of the whole main event thing on Peacock. Oh no. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we've been wondering when they were going to make an announcement about it because people have been posting that have been at live shows like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah, they've been test running it for a few months now. But uh, let me get my grade on the press conference. I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna side with everybody else. I'm giving it an A. But on to SmackDown, which kicked off with Triple H cutting a promo on The Rock, pretty much. Oh my God! Uh, 
straight up saying it doesn't matter what you think. But his decision... I have a, I have a feeling that had some reality behind it, because I feel like The Rock used his... uh used his power to throw himself there and then got all kinds of backlash and then realized he had to take a step back. Well, I think it was alluded to, I mean, I, I just hopping in here cause I didn't get to watch the promo and stuff, but I think it was alluded to kind of when Pat McAfee was talking to him on the show that like that pop that he gets, that surprise pop and stuff, that's for like our generation, right? But the current generation of wrestling is, Involved in this Cody story where it's like, you know, that Roman versus Rock match is great, but it can't jump what Cody's doing right now. Yeah. Another thing is there's more hardcore fans now than there was whenever he jumped back in in 2013, 2014. There's a lot more. Wrestling was dying around that time. Yeah. There's a lot more people paying attention now. Now, back in the Attitude Era, there was there was more people then than there is now, but it's starting to have a big resurgence. Right. I ain't getting into all that, but... We could do an hour just on that. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting popular again. Uh, but It's becoming a mainstream stay again. And say what y'all want, but like with Cody coming back to WWE, man, like it did help shift the narrative of that place, because... It was kind of going nowhere fast, and like Cody coming back is giving it a whole bunch of layers. Yeah. But, um, Mo, you have any thoughts on it? No, not really. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm under the assumption that The Rock wasn't expecting to be welcomed back to booze. Like, he, I guess he was just expecting to fucking. Be welcome. Like nothing happened. Yeah, man. Like this is this is what we want to see. Stories to end. It's too many. There's too many cooks right now. Some of these cooks gotta be fired. Yeah, we need belts can, to move hands. You can definitely. Cody see said it. none of y'all been cooking the past two years. Exactly. You can you can see it on his face during that whole press conference thing. He didn't realize how many people didn't want him in that title picture. Not just jumping back in, because yeah. then it almost makes the uh, it always it almost makes the outcome look predictable. Like, yeah, if it, if it was just so, so you're going to come back the table. and Roman's still going to win because you're going to be part time. Like, no, we don't need two part two motherfuckers as part time. Here's that. Like, I mean, here's just for go ahead, Dakota. I was to say if it was just for head of the table, we were all fine with it. But don't come in right after, immediately after. Cody wins the Rumble, and we're finally wrapping this bullshit up after the Super Cena year he's had and do this shit. So my question is this. Shouldn't we have done this SummerSlam last year? Because SummerSlam is considered, what, the second biggest pay-per-view? Second or third Royal Rumble. Yeah, neck and neck with the Rumble. Rumble, Survivor Series, SummerSlam, or your other big three. Right, but SummerSlam has always been like the end of the year big show where WrestleMania is like the big beginning of the year, right? I think yeah. this should have been more slated towards that time because that just helps further drive the narrative of Roman being who he is and then Cody taking it all. 
But we... Go ahead, John. Oh, I was letting you finish. I, I just mean, I think this this should have been a different pay-per-view. Um, if Roman's going to drop the belts, I think it has to be a, a Mania show because it's, at this point, going to be too big to be on any other pay-per-view. <clears throat> and we could have had this whole beautiful build with The Rock, Jay, Jimmy, Solo, and whoever, right around the same time that Jay and Jimmy were in and out and back and forth, like... We could have had a rivalry in the bloodline with Rock leaving one faction, Roman leaving the other, and you know what I mean? Yep. But Rock wanted it for Mania. I just, I think it was a missed opportunity. But here we are. <laughs> we, we had the opportunity to have somebody pick the belt off of Roman at the Royal Rumble, and then you could have set up for this tribal chief bullshit. But because losing the title could have been like the the boat rocker that brought the rock in. You're no longer able to run the table. You know what I'm saying? Like I get what yeah, I'm hundred percent with what you're saying. Yeah, that was what I wanted all along, but now we're in this conundrum and now the rock's just somewhere in limbo. And now we don't know what we're doing. But uh Y'all ready to hop back into SmackDown before we break this down fully? Sorry, sorry. Yeah. My bad. I forgot we still had SmackDown to do. Yeah. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> so, a number of superstars were out to be in a uh, qualifying matches for or to get into the Elimination Chamber. I'm not going to name everybody off. I don't remember them all. I don't have to list in front of me. But we had a a few qualifying matches. Uh, the first one being AJ Styles versus Drew McIntyre, which should be the main event on any other night of the week. Mm-hmm. But today it opened the show. Uh, AJ Styles and Drew tore the house down to open the show. Loved it. Drew picked As up they, the win. They say that match will, that match is a banger nine times out of ten. Yeah, loved it. Well, that night on the commentary, loved it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Ken, you got any thoughts on it? I think he's fucking watching this, and I'm really pissed off. I'm going to go back and watch it now. Yeah, it's uh, it's worth it's worth a watch. It's a, it's not that long of a match, but it's still like those two are always going to put on a show. Uh, yeah, this is one of the best SmackDowns in recent memory, too. Yeah, just overall. Uh, next, we had Pretty Deadly. They had a little vignette little video package. That, that's really all that happened here. Any quick thoughts on it? I like the most. They get a little bit more opportunities, though. Yeah. Um, in the most predictable match of the night, Bianca Belair defeats uh, Mia Yim, Mi Chen, whatever they feel like calling her this week, after the KOD. Yeah, we saw that happening. Yeah. All right. No thoughts on that one. That's understandable. EST, bro. EST. Uh, yeah, she should be in the main event of WrestleMania, but I don't know if that's how it's going to play out. Unfortunately, we got two. Well, fortunately, unfortunately for her, uh, we got two uh, men's titles that are probably going to supersede everything else. 
next we had Dakota Kai siding with Bailey. Uh, she's been MIA for felt feels like a couple weeks now. To be honest, did not see that one coming. Yeah, I didn't see any of that. Dakota Kai sided with Bailey. Uh huh. Okay. So that leaves the. What did Dakota call him last week? The Bukaki horse. Yeah, Bukaki horse. Little, little Asian <laughs> persuasion. <laughs> the massage parlor. Dakota, shout out to the Asian girls. Let the lights dim some with their clockwise vaginas. My bad, John. I'm sorry. I'm just looking for one. I got. I got the whole thing. Sorry. The. Uh... <laughs> the Patriots owner fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> the Cleveland quarterback special. <laughs> <laughs> the reason for the Drake video. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bobby and the Street Profits and BFAB cut a promo on the Final Testament. It happened. It happened. BFAB feels weird in all of it. Yeah, yeah to have the counter to Scarlet. Well, give her should have been give her a new name. Give her Jade. Put in Jade Cargill. Jade Bianca. Like exactly. Dominate. That's an overpowered faction for what you're trying to get her to do. Well, hell yeah. Yeah, well he said. That. Uh, next, we have uh, Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate defeating DIY. Uh, this, uh, this match happened. Saw it coming. Predictable. Yeah, it was a fun match, but we knew it was going to happen. Yep. Super predictable, like Mo and Dakota said. Men's tag team is dead. You can. Bo- it's been dead since they put both belts together, won't separate them. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, next we have Dominic and Kevin Owens getting into a verbal altercation. Ahead of their qualifying match. I missed yeah. this. I missed it. It happened. Jesus Christ. Yeah. There was a little bit of talking on this show, surprisingly. And for once, it wasn't all bloodline. Fair. <laughs> um, lastly, before we get on to the main event, uh, Logan Paul throwing a tantrum to Aldis and Pierce over his Elimination Chamber qualifying match, saying that he should have a, a challenger for his U.S. title. Which is fair. But he doesn't have a challenger to make him and put him in a qualified match. He said qualifying matches are for unqualified people. He has a championship. Honest promo. It's a valid point. Is that all we got? Nothing? Oh, man, look. It'd be nice when uh, L.A. Knight takes that title off of him. If L.A. Knight ever gets one, he all right. He said it. Well, I don't know how many. Like how many times does Miz get a fucking qualifying match for a belt? 
The Miz gets one every time. All right, you put some respect on that man's name. Yeah. Well, do you want me to put respect on his name or LA Knight's name? Pick one. Miz's name. Hold on. Your man. That's your man's. I was gonna say Miz. Miz gets one every time. Uh, LA Knight ain't. He ain't even had a title yet. Wait, did you say LA Knight or what? I'm sorry. I thought he said Logan Paul, not LA Knight. I'm... The Benadryl's kicking in and shit's starting to spin like the Windows loading logo. Ken, you got anything? <laughs> uh, I did catch this part. Um, I just don't. I don't think the talent pool is very deep right now, so I think that's just a fluffer type throwing thing for like Elimination Chamber to make it a must-watch match type thing, right? Because yeah. LA Knight's match is on Monday, right? Right. Yeah. There's two qualifying matches on Raw Monday. Um, I'm with everybody. I think it's time to put a title on LA Knight, but I just... At this point, the U.S. title does, doesn't feel like it carries any weight anymore. Because you put it on this cup. I got to be honest. I got to agree with Mo. I think if we put this title on anybody else, it probably... Because there for a while, it started picking up steam when it was Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley, and all those guys going after it. But after that, like now it just felt like it's just kind of like a, a laughing stock title. It's back where it was. Right back where it was. Because before, that was like a, a pedestal title. Kevin Owens carried it before he went to Universal Championship. John Cena did. Like it was kind of a stepping stone title. Now it's it's a part time championship. Yep. It's time to all. The, you said there wasn't no talent. There's a hope. You got Theory. You got Waller. You got Breaker. Now you got uh, shit. Fuck it, Breaker. I t- I've been up on record. Break out Montez Ford and Dawkins. Fuck it. I don't give a fuck. You got Santos. I mean... And let me just... Before you... I I get it. But we've been using the same motherfucking people for the last five, six months doing the same fucking thing, right? Santos, fucking Waller, Theory, all these guys have all been doing the same shit for months, so it's, it's predictable shit now. So that's why I think putting Logan Paul in there is just a, a breath of fresh air to where it's not the same six stars fighting each other for different shit and neither one of them cashing in on the opportunity. That air is musty. We've also had uh, a certain somebody holding the Money in the Bank Championship for almost a full year now. Oh, don't get me started on this. Bisexual, bisexual taker. Yeah, yep. Uh, yep. That's a little running joke we've had going on, me and Mo. But uh, yeah. Uh, last match of the night. Uh, another absolute uh, banger of a match. Uh, Randy Orton versus Sami Zayn. Uh, enjoyed every minute of this. I thought Sammy might pull it off, and it just didn't fall that way. It is what it is. That botch was pretty funny. Yeah. 
Luckily, the camera angle was at a different where we couldn't really see it, but Sammy doing the backflip off the wall to the fucking floor, and Randy just kind of falling with him. But, um, I mean, great fucking match, though. I mean, they, you, I'm with John. I mean, you really kind of seen it going either way. I mean, Randy just didn't dominate. Sammy just didn't get his ass whooped and pulled off some moves, and I was good with it. Yeah. The only the only question I got is, man, when is when is somebody's special special move gonna be a special move? I don't know how many times I've seen uh Sammy hit a blue th- a blue thunder bomb in a match and everybody just everybody kick out. If he ain't kicking you in the face in the turnbuckle, you get you kicking out of the blue thunder bomb. Now he's used to yeah. beat somebody with it. Yeah. How long has it been? It's just, it's, it's been I feel like it's been past the yeah. year. It's been a while. The, the finishers now, I mean, it's not to AEW's level of not selling yet, but it's getting bad. If I ever see four back-to-back Canadian destroyers again in the middle of the match, I will quit watching wrestling. That was fucking stupid. Yeah. You make it, they make it finishes obsolete. It's like they got on the got on the game and turned the sliders down. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, the only the only real finisher in wrestling right now is Baron Corbin's end of days. Only one ever kick out. That is it. But and the man who kicked out was Drew McIntyre. Fitting. Claymore, Claymore, damn near finish it. I mean, that's almost damn near. Once you hit that, it's over. If it ain't Seth, when the kickouts on the Claymore at least kind of make sense. Yep. If it's not Seth or Cody, they they not kicking out. Which so, I get. Uh, right. Well, uh, we'll go ahead and wrap up SmackDown here. Uh, show grades. Uh, I'll start it off. Uh, I'm going to give it a A minus. Uh, we'll go reverse order last time, kid. From what I saw, I'm going to say A. From what I was told, I'm going to stay with an A, but I'll definitely rewatch and get a better perspective on the beginning part. Fair. Uh, Mo? I'm going to give it a B. That's also fair. Dakota? Uh, I'll give it a B for uh, barely any titty. <laughs> All righty. Uh, any wrestling news that we've missed out before we get out of here? Oh, wait. wait. Sting went in the tag team titles with Darby Allen on AEW. Yep. Uh, his last match will be at their pay-per-view towards the end of the month, so I'll be watching it just for Sting's last match. Absolutely. One of the goats. And then Coquette Khan's big announcement was, we're doing a special for Boss Town or Something like that, and it's just full of Sasha Bank. Like, she may be here. Good. Go waste your career. That you want to be fucking stupid. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it, though, isn't it? Uh, well, AEW fans, take a bath, wash your clothes, wash your ass. It's not that hard. Be somebody. Get a job. (laughs) 
that anime body pillow probably needs a good wash. But anyways, uh, we'll go we'll go on and get out of here. We'll try better next time. Uh, make sure you follow us everywhere we do social media at Cheap Pop Productions on TikTok at Pop This Potty for the Cheap. And with all that being said, I'm not gonna say this is such good shit anymore because what Vinnie Mac did. This is hooks out and out. God damn it, Vince. You done ruined it for everybody. Yep. This is this is Mo signing out. Toodles. That's like shit. This is important historical figure and civil rights clacktivist Rosa Forks signing out.